How about a short intro this week, guys? And gals. And reindeer and all you other happy Christmas creatures. I'm actually going to leave that in the background. Because, you know, you're listening to the Shit Show Fantasy Football League's Helmet to Helmet podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Connor Jones. Here in the spirit. Desperately trying not to cry. But we'll get to that. You can, uh, of course, follow this podcast or uh, or myself on Twitter. That would be at Helmet, the number two Helmet, or at Rambler underscore Jones. And of course, please like and subscribe and share amongst all the merry creatures in your household. Because of course, the more ears that I get, the bigger my ego. But also, we start to get sponsors and we start to be able to do a lot more cool things like what I have prepared for you both today and next week. So, uh, please, share. Like, Grandma, I know you got a bridge club. They can all at least listen. What, what are they going to do? They're all retired. They're bored. I guess, um... Well, I guess we know Christmas time is here, but let's let's go ahead and quiet that one down in the background and instead move right into it. There is a little tiny bit of housekeeping. I'm sure everyone in my league already knows, but just in case. It's official. We have our two contenders for the championship title in the shit show. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's not good. We are now living in the worst timeline imaginable. Jace is in the finals, everyone. I repeat, burn everything, dissolve the league. We need to get out while we still can. This is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. We can't let this happen. Uh, for, For you, casual listener who knows nothing of our league, has never met any of us except for the funny little stories I've told and or the interviews of the incomplete number of us that I have gotten on the pod. Jace has a history for, um, I'll be fair to you here, Jace. I'll call it competitiveness. I'll call it competitiveness. But basically this is a a lose-lose situation for everyone in the league. If Jace wins, Jace wins. Like, that's the worst possible thing that can happen. It's Jace. That means he's going to hold it over us for how... Who cares how long? But the flip side is if Jace loses... Everything that has happened this year will be held in contempt. Everything that happens. It'll either be... Well, we gave... Uh, We gave too many freebies when somebody had a screw-up because they live internationally or they were traveling. Or, you know, how we changed a format and that screwed everything up. It's not going to be well. In fact, the only way I can really see this not being horrible for us is honestly if Jace loses. And so, you know what? Help me, John. Help us, John. You're my only hope. You really are. Also, Nathan and I will play each other for third place, so 
there's that. But we will we'll discuss playoffs a little bit later. First, we have a quick question. This one comes in from a handsome young thing, I'll say. Uh, his name's also Connor. He also runs a podcast. No, no relation, of course. Uh, but he wants to know, what's going to happen with this podcast over the offseason? Well, that is an excellent question. And in fact, I haven't really planned anything out. But I don't anticipate this being dead. I'm thinking maybe monthly updates or ad hoc updates. I Gosh, I really don't know. I haven't looked that far ahead. Personally, um, I'm going to really enjoy having a little bit of time off. This being the first season that I've done this with the podcast, I, uh, I did not really anticipate how much time it was going to take. I've got a flow now. I know how to line things up. I just, I really, uh, I couldn't tell you if I'm going to really have that much energy to continue pumping out this high quality content. I may still try to do things for you, but I don't want to overpromise. So that said, we will see you handsome devil. I will get you an answer in the future. But for now, we have this week's episode with a special treat and of course we have next week's episode where we have potentially two guests we will see how that one goes as well um all things considered we will uh, we'll move on to the news to me section what do you live under a rock well i'm gonna have to say i'm gonna live under a rock this week because Honestly, I'm not going to give you any news. If you're this far in the season, it's the final matchup. You're pretty aware of what's going on. Um, uh, gosh, I, you can say what you want about me phoning this episode in. I promise you I'm not. I just had to focus a lot of energy on the special thing. Um, and frankly, my news segments suck. I was looking back at them, and it's information that by the time the actual matchups come around... It's irrelevant anyway. You all know what to do to find information. Uh, if, in case you don't, I absolutely recommend uh, Sleeperbot. I recommend following people on Twitter like uh, Andy Schefter or who's the really short one, Ian Rappaport. Um, yeah. I'm going to probably change this section next year, the news section. To be more of a discussion section if I can have a secondary host. But that's only sort of... I'm throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks right now. So we will get there when we get there. But what I will continue to do, and what really needed to happen this week, is the Players Who Sucked segment. You suck! Yeah, so uh, what a week. Um, I think in... At least our league history, this was probably the worst week of, like, playoff games ever for flops. I'll, I'll just clue you in, a little, little preview, sneak preview. There were, like, six players, startable players, with less than one point this week. Uh, just to get it out of the way, I'll give you the absolute shit-the-bed goose-egg candidates here. That's Chris Godwin. That's a wide receiver for Tampa Bay. Uh, Austin Hooper, 
tight end for Atlanta, and Keenan Allen, who also gave you zero points. Of course, that being for an injury, you can't quite blame him for that one, except it is Keenan Allen, and at this point, Keenan Allen is as prone to injury as Jace is to anger and gloating. Um, but to move on down the list, just just see if you recognize some of these names as regular number ones or number twos at their positions. Um, Adam Thielen, 2.9 points. Amari Cooper, 6.3 points. Tyreek Hill, 6.1 points. Now this is what kills me. As bad as Amari Cooper was, listen to Dak Prescott, 6.2. Ooh. Sony Michelle got you 5.9. That's that's bad. That probably ruined your matchup. Uh, what would probably ruin it more is if you had Drew Brees, who also had 5.9. And you may have noticed, if you're in my league, I have gone through several players that are on my team, but I have not mentioned Rob Gronkowski, who got... 3.1 points and that that takes me to um well for my league this is a bit of news but i i feel like i just have to put it out to the world right now well this was my fourth year playing fantasy football that's my fourth year of owning Rob Gronkowski from draft until the final game. And I, I have to say right now, I am never drafting Gronk again. I don't care if he retires. I don't care if he plays another 10 seasons as the number one. this is rough and I feel like we've always been together I've kept him through injuries he was the, the component of my championship runs it really hurts it, it hurts to have to admit this Grunk, we have to say goodbye. I I can't justify keeping you any longer. This isn't a spite thing. This is a this whole season you have not given me what I wanted. I will tell you right now though. If anyone wants to console me by buying me a Gronk jersey, I will wear it. Or I will put it on the wall. But I... You know, you gotta... You gotta ride it into the sunset. And just let it be. And with that, I guess I'll stop the Pokemon music. Uh, for those of you who are uninitiated, that is one of the best songs from the original soundtrack of the first season of Pokemon... Uh the TV series. Fantastic. And it, uh, it happens. God, I'm geeking out right now. This is so stupid. 
anyway, it happens when Ash, the main human protagonist, gives up Pikachu to let him be free with his Pikachu friends. Uh, and it's it's honestly a, a perfect analogy because here we are. We have captured all of these little pocket monsters, these little fantasy football players, and we think that we can train them and use them to our advantages. And then one day we just have to realize when it's time to let them go. So, Gronk, I'm going to play you this last week, and I'm going to tell you, Gronk, use Gronk Smash, and it'll be the final time. I'm going to miss you, buddy. Well, it's a little underwhelming, but after that, uh, Lamar Miller got you a .8 points. Well, he got me .8 points. That was an injury. We had Juju put up a 6, Curtis Samuel put up 3, David Njoku 4.5. Uh, Philip Lindsay gave you only 6.4. That's low for what he's been giving you. Not bad on this list, though. Eric Ebron, 1.3. LeGarrette Blunt, 0.9. Uh, basically, you made this list if you were on Daniel's roster. Sorry, Daniel. Uh, oh, I seem to have missed Corey Davis at 4.8. Uh, George Kittle. Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl George Kittle only got you 6.6. 49ers still won, though. Fuck you, Seahawks. Um, Cam Newton got you 4.7. And this is one of the few news bits I'll share in here. He will not be playing for the rest of the season, so don't be playing Cam Newton. I'm looking at you, Marty. We got Josh Gordon with 2.4, who will also not play the rest of the season. He's stepping away to go make sure that that Coke he buried out in the the parking lot of a Denny's in uh, Cleveland is still there. Jimmy Graham with 4.7. Ertz with 3 points. Uh, just a bad week for tight ends. Ertz got you 3.7. Uh, David Moore, 2.4. Aaron Jones is on the IR now, but he only got you 0.8. And Jarvis Landry got you 5.2. And actually, Jarvis reminds me of a really cool fact I learned. Well, it's cool to me, I guess, because I have Ezekiel Elliott. But did you know that Ezekiel Elliott has more receptions than Jarvis Landry so far this year? Goes to show you that Jarvis Landry's, like, 600 receptions a season that he had in Miami doesn't really translate everywhere. So, there's that. Um, I, I, I'm telling you right now, I, I don't have a match of the week this week because all of the matchups were just kind of blasé with the, uh, the horrible points that were being put up. The closest match, if I have to say, would have been between, uh, Nathan and John, but John has Todd Gurley, so that's kind of moot point. Uh, no matter how many points you're behind, if Todd Gurley plays, you win. Um... That's just kind of how that works. Um, I do have a bit to say for I Have Regerts. And this is it. Um, sorry for airing that dirty laundry last week. That's I have actual regerts on that one. Um, because my thoughts on this player i don't think i've even reached out and said this to that person about the way they were playing um i'm the kind of person who doesn't exactly go in and uh 
tell somebody they're fucking up in a fantasy like league like that's not my job i just kind of sneakily do the shit on the back end but uh you know who you are if i was referring to last week and i apologize you deserve to have heard that to you privately first but for fucking real if if you want to keep playing with us next year it's it's a demand sort of a thing like you must continue playing there is exceptions for travel there's exceptions for um no really it's only exceptions for travel if you're in the hospital we should be fully aware and i'll be setting your lineup for you um but also with travel there you know what there are no exceptions I give you guys all the tools you need to succeed. Please don't do this again. Anyway, I'm not going into a whole new thing. I just wanted to say I shouldn't have spent so much time last year, or last week. But that leads us to uh, one last playoff watch. Playoffs, baby! Playoffs! Playoffs! Oh, yeah. So, oh, I hate having to read this again. Our two championship contenders in the shit show fantasy football league are jace and john this marks uh a landmark opportunity for jace to finally fucking do something in the league but also john to uh to stick it to us and hopefully save us all seriously john you're my only hope um but what I thought I would do right now is give you a little bit of a preview of their matchup in terms of their rosters. So Jace is the home team, but in our league, we have no home field advantage. So uh, I only mention it because I'm going to read John's team first. So John, John's rolling into this matchup. He's got Drew Brees at quarterback. He's got Todd Gurley and Elijah McGuire at, uh, at running back. Juju Smith and Dante Pettis at wide receiver. I believe it's Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas. Uh, tight end. And in case you don't know, that's tight end for the Carolina Panthers, even though it looks like in his photo he was a saint when he took his picture. That's hilarious. Tariq Cohen at, uh, at flex. He is a running back. Tennessee defense, asterisk. And uh, who the shit? Daniel Carlson of the Oakland Raiders. Who the fuck is this? Didn't the Oakland Raiders have... Janikowski? No, excuse me. I'm an idiot. He's on the Seahawks. Because he's the one who's an idiot. Didn't tackle somebody last year. Uh, My inability to know who's playing for who anymore aside that's his lineup currently and projections are nothing but currently projected to about 111 points um and this is keeping in mind that he is uh he's got spencer Ware on the bench who he could drop in if he is healthy um i'm not sure about playing ian thomas over kyle rudolph but i'm not here to give advice this is not my championship to win just i'm just giving y'all thoughts um then we got jace's team and uh curse be upon it 
it has Deshaun Watson at quarterback, Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey as his two running backs. His wide receiver core is pretty solid. He got Stephon Diggs, traded for Amari Cooper when he went to Dallas. That panned out. Uh, he's got Trey Burton, the Chicago tight end, who has done jack shit all year. Uh, Tyreek Hill is his flex. Minnesota defense and Mason Crosby of the absolutely terrible Green Bay Packers. That one was just for you, Christian. Uh, on his bench, though, he's got basically just Alshon Jeffrey. Excuse me, Alshon Jeffrey and Tyler Boyd. But I believe Boyd is. Well, I guess he's only questionable. I thought he might be out for season with an injury last week. Alshon Jeffrey was more of a spite ad because I think uh, Jace realized that John could really use a few pickups. Um, but Jace is projected at 116.7 or something like that. Um, and frankly, this is terrifying because, like I said, projections are nothing, but they don't make projections for nothing projections are based upon projected output they don't just choose a number and say like oh you know i feel like tyreek hill is like an eight this week um so i i wish no injuries upon either players of either team i don't want any sort of silliness to happen but please for the love of motherfucking god don't let jace win I'm, I'm literally going to pray to all the different gods. <clears throat> like uh, the fantasy football god. Or, um, well, as, as y'all will maybe hear in a moment or two here, I'll pray to St. Victoriness. Anyway, that leads me to our, uh, well, it's sort of a phoning it in segment, so I'll give you guys the drop. Phoning it in. Phoning it in today is uh, is going to be the revered Mr. Dutemple Champion. He is a, a renowned poet, and he will be reading a piece that I wrote. Actually, I'm I'm very honored that he is going to do it. Um. So without further ado. I'll leave him to it. Twas the week before championships, and all through the leagues, not a member was sleeping since they'd all bet their fees. The lineups were put over nightly with care, in hopes that St. Victoriness soon would be there. The champ hopefuls nestled. All snug in their beds, while visions of championships danced in their heads. And my opponent in their kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled down for a pre-match-up nap. When out on the field there arose such a clatter, I sprang up from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to my locker, I flew with a smack, tore on my team jersey and donned the eye black. The lights on the breast of a new-painted grass gave the luster of midday to every watched pass. When what to my wandering eye did come up? 
but a miniature sleigh and its eight-man lineup. With a little rich driving, so prideful and quick, I knew in a moment that it must be St. Vic. More rapid than the chiefs, his lineup they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Mahomes, now Gurley, now Jones and Joe Mixon, on Phelan, on Kowski, on Bears D for Blitzen. To the top of the ranks, to the zone with the ball, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild running back fly, when they meet with a defender, mount to the sky. So up to the red zone, the lineup they flew with a sleigh full of points and St. Victorinus too. And then in a twinkling I heard too a beat, the duking and juking of each little cleat. As I threw up my hands and was turning around, down the chimney St. Victorinus came with a bound. He was dressed in all pigskin, from head to his foot, and even his laces were covered in soot. A bundle of points he had flung on his back, and he looked like a fantasy pro with a stat pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry, his cheeks like red Gatorade, nose, Matthew Berry. His droll little grin pointed up like goalposts, and the beard of his chin was as white as a yost. The bulb of his pipe he held in his large hand, just like smoking Jay Cuddy of Chicagoland. He had a broad face and a little round belly. It was made from dipped Oreos and lemon jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old winner, and I laughed when I saw him, though I am not much thinner. With a wink of his eye and a pink in his rankings, Soon he gave me a lineup that could give two spankings. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and projected my scoring, then turned with a jerk, and laying some stickum the side of his nose, he gave me a nod. Up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like Nick Chubb through the gristle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy championships to all, and to all a good fight. Wow. That's a, that's a story. Uh, I would like to thank you again, Mr. Dutomp Champignon. Um, you are an inspiration, and your name, I... Phew, fantastic totally not ironic at all um gosh i really don't know what else there is to chat with this week you guys we have the championships happening it is uh it's of course thursday morning at recording and release of this but wow i mean we can only say it so many times but please john eviscerate jace you're my only hope and uh you know with that i guess we just have to say merry christmas everyone and hopefully all that jace gets is a sack of coal